Kappa Kappa Psi, and welcome back to the Kappa Kappa Psi Presents podcast. My name is TJ Coleman. I'm a member of the Nominations Committee and the Southwest District President. Today we'll be continuing the series of interviewing our uh, national officer candidates. Today, continuing the VPP candidates with our slated candidate, Ed Savoy. Hello, Ed. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, TJ. How are you? I am well. So, Ed, tell us a little, a little bit about yourself, some of your personal and professional life experiences. So, professionally, I had previously spent 10 years at Rosetta Stone, which is a language learning company based in Harrisonburg, Virginia. I had a couple of different roles there, but the last role I had was as the sales operations manager. And what that meant is I worked a lot with designing processes for my team and other stakeholders in the company to follow and worked to provide guidance to about six employees that I personally managed. Uh, Today, I because I left that job in March to work for a tech startup called Shogun, which is a e-commerce company. And I work there as a business operations manager. And something that I've learned about working with a tech startup is that you need to be very agile in being able to do a lot of different things. So you need to have your hand in the legal world. You need to have your head uh, and hand in procurement. You need to end up being able to work with process management and process development. And so I think the fact that I've been able to be successful in this new role uh, gives me some skills I hope to be able to take over to the position of vice president for programs. Outside of the professional context, I'm a big movie buff. Um, It has been wonderful being able to, uh, since I've gotten vaccinated, to be able to safely go back to movie theaters. And because I like torturing my body, I also very much enjoy running. I have uh, run two marathons and I'm hoping to do a third marathon this year. So um, it's it's what I like to do in order to keep myself relatively healthy, but um, I don't pretend it's a smart thing to do, especially uh, in the summer when uh, I don't know about you, uh, TJ, but around me, it's been like 90 degrees lately. So uh, hopefully it gets a little bit cooler. Oh, uh, yeah. Down in the Southwest and specifically New Mexico, we've had, you know, about 100 degree weather, but had about three days this last few days of solid rain. So it's been nice. Feast or famine. Yeah, honestly. So tell us a little, a little bit about your fraternity experience, positions you've held and things you've learned. Sure. So I started out, obviously, as a chapter officer. I was a, a chapter secretary and treasurer and eventually chapter president. I was also, for three years, a district officer in the Northeast District, two years as secretary treasurer and one year as president. What I learned from that experience is kind of the diversity of our organization, because I don't think you know kind of how big an organization is until you've done a couple of things. Like you can get that sense from going to a district or national convention, which obviously everyone should. Uh, You can also get it from being able to 
be a leader in a district that has every kind of uh, chapter in it, large athletic uh, conference schools, smaller state schools like my like my alma mater, Lock Haven University of Pennsylvania, um, larger state schools like my other alma mater, James Madison University, historically black colleges and universities like Howard University or Morgan State or Norfolk State and everything in between. So I think that was my big learning from being a district officer. I then uh, served for four years on the Alumni Association Board of Directors, and the last two I served as the chair of that group, which meant I served as a non-voting member of the National Council. And what I learned in that term is the importance of infrastructure because when I was a leader in the Alumni Association, we were still relatively new as a association. And so a lot of that work was taking some of the building blocks that had been built before me and bringing that to the next level. So while I was chair, we implemented the Scott Stoll Alumni Excellence Award, the Alumni Giving Program, and the Vice Chair System. Obviously, I had a great team of people around me. Uh, I had a, a as my vice chairs, Eric Morrison and, and uh, Marco Grisadovich. So you can't have uh, much better people around you, but being able to work with them and the rest of the board and building out that infrastructure was very important. Um, kind of in between and overlapping some other items, I got to serve as the chapter advisor for Christopher Newport University, which is in the New, uh, Northeast District, and Fayetteville State University, which is in the Southeast District. And what I learned there is kind of how much we expect of people that want to be a part of our organization, form chapters of our organization, but also how gratifying that work is in helping to build strong chapters. And then for the last four years, I have served as the board of trustees. Uh, I've served on the board of trustees as uh, the board secretary. So I'm the person who ends up taking minutes for the corporation. I organized efforts like uh, Bo's birthday bash in 2018 and 2020, which uh, brought over 150 life members to the organization. And what I learned there, which I kind of knew, but came into even starker relief, is the different interconnections in the leadership pods of our organization. So for that particular product, in addition to working with headquarters and working with the board of trustees and working with the council, I was also working with the communications team to get that off of the ground. So basically the value of all the different wonderful leaders we have in this organization and how they all connect together. Awesome. So what goals do you have that are specific to the office of vice president for programs? So with the position of vice president for programs, I've taken as my overarching theme, march forward, march better, because there are so many great things that our chapters are doing and have been doing, even in the midst of the toughest biennium for this fraternity in 80 years. So at least since World War II, if not before. And so what I want to do is take our strengths and take them to the next level. So one of those specific goals is around the founder circle. I think we need to move that forward, both in terms of 
getting that material more accessible to our brothers and into a system where brothers can uh, get uh, leadership certifications through it and and both increasing the number of speakers we have for the Founder Circle to give presentations and the diversity of those speakers. I also want to work on promoting our chapter's excellence, particularly though not limited to those who have either been nominated for or won uh, uh, national awards. We have so many fantastic chapters out there, and I think we need to do even better at giving them opportunities to share what their secret sauce is. What is it that they're doing on their campuses? And I think we can do that through promoting them through social media, promoting them on the CapCap Sci Presents podcast, which if elected, I would work with the VPSA and the communications team in coordinating that and getting them to speak at our district and national conventions. I can say that our chapters who are up for chapter leadership probably have more to say than I do about what it means to be an exemplary chapter and i want our brothers to learn from their other brothers another big focus is on the omrs so this is work that i've been engaging with at the request of the council in terms of building out what the next phase of the omrs looks like so that we have the information from our students to make the decisions that we need to make in order to take our organization to a higher level whether that's getting more detailed information about the demographics of our organization so we can hopefully help shed light on some of those uh, on what those populations are and what populations we need to better serve and just kind of structural things on how to make sure that the OMRS is both user-friendly but also data-friendly and then kind of the last thing so the last two things that would be major focuses for me is working with our vice presidents for programs in the in districts that have it or the equivalence uh, for those that don't to give them guidance on how to help their chapters program out their year in a more effective way. And then lastly, minutes, you know, not the most uh, sexy thing to end up talking about. I'm a nerd, so I don't mind it, but I understand how that is sometimes not as approachable or relatable to other people. So I want to do two things, both internally and externally. Internally, I want to kind of utilize the role as the person who kind of has to pay attention to it means everybody on the council pays attention but the one who has to kind of suss out from what people are saying what the action items are and what the themes are and help uh president elect lee drive those actions that we've agreed on in those meetings through using those minutes so that's inside outside i want to work with the vpsa to use our minutes to tell a story because i can give you a 50-page document on what has happened in meetings and that would tell you a lot but it would require you to have context that may or may not be in those minutes so i want to make sure that we are presenting a story of what the council is doing and and what direction it is that we're taking the fraternity in. Fantastic, thank you. So how do you intend to cooperate and utilize your access as a member of the National Council to the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Task Force? 
So I intend to fully support the independence of that task force because I do not want them, and I do not. Th- I know that they don't feel it now, and I have every faith that it will continue to be be the case. I don't want them to feel outside pressure to come to certain. Uh, conclusions. I want them to come to the conclusions that, in their opinion and expertise, are the best for the fraternity. Um, and I view a large part of my role, if elected to this position, in implementing what their recommendations are, or at least building the foundation so that they can be implemented. A specific DEI. Uh, initiative that I don't know if will come out of that task force, but I hope it does, is looking at how our districts uh, select their district officers. And I mean in terms of what are the criteria that they use to even run for office and how well or how can they better promote those officers. Because there's many places in this fraternity that I think we need to take a hard look at our structures and uh, to the extent they may or may not be disadvantaging people. And I think while I don't think our processes around district officers are disadvantaging people, I think we could look at them to advantage them more because I've been to so many conventions where we have such great people who are running for office. And I know there are more people who can be running for office because inevitably we have people at district conventions who that we either don't have enough to fill all the spots or we do. And for whatever reason, we don't fill all those spots at a district convention. And But when application processes open up, we get all the people in the world. So why is that? What is it that is dissuading people or not enticing people to run for those offices? And how do we improve that access? Because as someone, as I said, who's a former district officer, I feel very passionately about the value of that experience. And I think that it has a lot of uh, important downstream effects for the organization. So I think there's a lot of things we need to improve and get right. I think that's a particularly important one. And again, in addition to whatever the DEIA task force ends up coming back with and just working as closely with them as possible and the rest of the council and the leadership to implement what it is that they uh, have to offer us. Great. So what changes would you like to see to our fraternities programs? So the way I think of it, it's not so much changes in terms of the programs and more changes in terms of what it is that we emphasize. So I don't want to change the founder circle. I want to make sure that we put forward the the foundation or continue putting forward the foundation to build out that that program. I don't necessarily want to change the structure of our awards. I want to give our chapters resources to know how to better make themselves eligible for awards, present themselves for awards. And once they are in those positions where they have been nominated or won those awards, 
I want to make sure that they have the opportunity to tell their story. I don't necessarily want to change our individual rewards, I, but I want to make sure that we're making them even more visible. I'll give an example on that one. J. Lee Burke Student Achievement Award. I'm a past recipient of that award. I think very highly of a lot of people, not a lot. I feel uh, very highly of all the people who have won that award. But we see a lot of times that that is an award that goes to district officers. I got it as a district officer myself. I think that, and I think that is valid, and I think those people should be recognized, but I want to go beyond that. I think there are people who are doing great work at the chapter level who just may not know how to apply for the J. Lee Burke Student Achievement Award. I want to get that information to them, work with the rest of the council to get integrate that into their conversations. I don't think that needs to be a new award. I think we just need to change the emphasis that we put on it so that we have the outstanding people from Delta Iota or Alpha or Gamma Iota that may not be district officers, but are doing terrific revolutionary work on the chapter level and allow them or give them uh, more forums to be recognized for that work. The last thing that I would say in terms of just playing greater emphasis is the Francis Macbeth Musicianship Award. I think that's a great award. I think the people who have received it have been fantastic. I think we can do more, particularly they're not limited to the November month of musicianship in both promoting past recipients of that award and promoting awareness of it because we have one wonderful musicians in this organization. I'm so excited for the NIB in a couple of weeks. This will be my first uh, live concert uh, since the pandemic started, and I'm so excited for that. And I want to see some of those musicians or other musicians make get that kind of recognition above being part in, of the NIB. So what does Ed being vice president for programs mean for Kappa Kappa Psi? So it means someone who is passionate about the organization. I've been a brother for nearly 19 years now um, and is something that is central to who I am. It's central to the person and the leader that I've become. And I want to make sure that the other nerdy, awkward kids like me, or and even the people who aren't nerdy or awkward, like unlike me, have the opportunity to flourish in this organization, have the same opportunities that I've had. It means someone who's had experience in the organization, working with the different aspects of our leadership uh, from working on the board of trustees, from having been a non-voting member of the National Council, working with the Alumni Association, working uh, currently on the curriculum committee, and bringing all those experiences together, bringing together the wonderful experiences of whoever the incoming National Council is, and form a terrific team and be a part of that team to drive forward the organization. And it means someone who listens and listens with humility, because uh, those are two things that are so very important to me, because I know that there are very many things that I do not know, and I need to that, and I have enough humility to 
realize that I need to listen to the people who do know what they're talking about there. And sometimes that that is very technical issues. If uh, you have a legal question, I don't have a law degree, so I can't answer those questions as well as I might. So I need to listen to those. If it's talking about people who have experiences in minority groups in America, I can't speak to that. I'm a white cis heterosexual man. I don't have those experiences. And while I can empathize with it, I can't have those experiences. So I need, it is incumbent on me to listen to the people who are having those experiences, who feel that they have, that they don't have the same seat at the table that I do and get them that seat at the table. Listen to what it is they're saying and have the humility to know what it is that you don't know while having pride in the things that you do know and being able to work forward on those aspects in collaboration with others. Fantastic. So if you were asked to report on the state of Kappa Kappa Psi and our fraternities programs today, what would you say? I'd say that we have, throughout my time as a brother, done a great job of building out our programs to an even greater extent. To give one example, the AEA scholarship has improved so much since my time as an active. We have improved the amount of, we have increased the amount of awards that we have, such as the uh, Macbeth Musicianship Award, which uh, came about uh, while I was on the National Council. I didn't have anything to do with that award, but that just to give a sense for how relatively new in the life of the organization it is. So I think that there's been great work putting together our awards and our programs as a whole. Like anything, I think it can be made better. I think it can be be made better through greater emphasis, through greater promotion, and through using uh, other leaders in the organization that can end up helping with implementing this. Something that I've spoken with President-elect Lee that I know is part of her vision is a year-round programs committee, which I think is a, a terrific idea and something that I would be very interested and engaged in working with and making sure that we're utilizing all of the talents or at least more of the talents that our fraternity has to offer to push forward with implementation of some of these things and push forward with greater promotion of some of these things. Great. So the last question I have here, is there a specific vision or message that you would like to share with the brothers across the organization? So I would say in terms of a message, I know that the last two years have been incredibly difficult. It's been difficult for everybody. I've certainly felt that in my both personal and fraternal life, but I am fully aware that it is been the toughest on the students who did not ask for this and is they're not in a lot of instances not going to have a chance to have the experiences that I had and I think we need to take a moment and I hope I know we will at national convention to recognize what our students have been through having said that I think that 
as we emerged from the pandemic, I think we emerged as a stronger organization. And what I have to say to my fellow brothers is I want to rejoice in your successes in both the biennium past and the biennium to come. I want to be able to promote the successes that are happening. And I want to make a commitment to you to making sure that you can have even more of those successes so that we look back on this past biennium with the sorrow that is appropriate, but also with the learnings that we can use to push our organization ever closer to that summit that we will never reach but hopefully we will come closer to. Great. Thank you so much, Ed, for coming on and talking with me today. Uh, thank you to the brothers for tuning in. A reminder that NatCon is just a few weeks away. Uh, for more information on the elections, for you, your delegate, or just for, out of curiosity, you can go to natcon.kkytbsonline.com slash 2021elections-k or just go to netcon.kkytbsonline.com and then select the elections tab. There you can find our candidate videos, our slating documents, our elections newsletter, and our candidate packets. Ed, thank you so much. Thank you, TJ, and I look forward to seeing everyone at National Convention. We'll see you guys in Grand Rapids, AEA.